Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Small Talk No More. My name is Alex and today I've got Sophie from Never Music joining me today. Hello, Sophie. Hello, Alex. Thank you for having me on your show. Uh, thank you for making time to be here. Um, so would you like to kick it off and just uh, let us know who Sophie is and what your experience is? Okay, I'm Sophie McCready. I'm founder and director of Novi Music, which is a music agency covering live publishing um, and sync. And most recently, we started a record label called Nova Records. Um, we've been running uh, Novi Music for about 12 years, uh, prim- primarily as um, a, an agency um, and promoter, um, promoting um, undiscovered and unsigned artists, um, but more recently moving into publishing and sync. Do you think then that sync is going to be the best way for you forward? Do you think that that's going to bring you more opportunities, um, at least the first half of the of twenty twenty one, than you know getting bookings for for the artists? Yeah, I mean, I've literally moved all of you know my attentions to to sync basically, mm. um, and I'm so glad that we actually did set up this side of the company early twenty nineteen because it's just been it's just been a lifeline basically um Mm -hmm. and it's and as i said before it's like enabled me to grow the catalog and really kind of put time and energies into just growing that side of the company uh making connections you know really sort of establishing ourselves um and giving artists you know things to work on um and you know being staying connected with them through that um and Mm -hmm. i i think yeah i think sync yeah it's it's a it's a viable and really vital kind of revenue stream um, for, for artists who, who've lost it live. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously that was our, our main thing. But yeah, as I say, luckily grow, growing the publishing and sync side um, as of 2019. So I'm happy. I'm really happy we, we did that yeah. um, and had the advice to do that because I just, I don't know what we'd be doing now, but um, yeah, I think, I think there's lots of opportunities in coming in sync. I mean, what are we all doing? We're all sitting at home. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all looking at our TVs, you know. Um, and I just think whether budgets are lowered or not, you know, in, in productions mm. um, and and adverts. But everyone's always going to be looking at their TV at the moment. And I think um, yeah. there's lots of opportunities to come for for um, brands and programs that are um, obviously going to need music um, and mm-hmm. hopefully a company like us where we're there to to provide that we work with emerging and unsigned artists mainly that's our kind of corner of the market so even if budgets are are lowered you know because i'm hearing about you know covid protocol and stuff being quite a big Mm. um issue for for some productions and it really Mm -hmm. um um having an impact on on their budgets and maybe that will filter down i don't know into music what they're going to spend on music i'm not sure but even so mm-hmm. um, in working with unsigned and um, emerging artists it's sort of there's more flexibility in costs um and most artists unsigned artists just want to sort of get their music out there um and have it nurtured and we've got a really small but perfectly formed <laughs> um catalog so <laughs> you know we we do nurture all the music that we represent yeah i think that you've raised a really interesting point as well uh, because of uh, you know working with unsigned and emerging artists and 
I think that's really cool just because something that has been also very general feedback has been that uh, music supervisors in general, they actually like trying things, new things. Like at the end of the day, um, whether they might admit it or not, I guess that they also have some sort of like personal involvement on in each project. And so they like, you know, bringing something new to the table. And something that's really cool is the fact that there's more people now available making music. So if you were a musician and you had a, a you know, a day job in a coffee shop or you had a, an office job, doesn't really matter. You had to focus on that. And now the fact that you have been given this opportunity being at home, mm. um, there's that exciting moment where there's a lot of really good music hidden in someone's bedroom that can actually have, you know, these opportunities now. So I think that that's really, really cool. So um, I would like to, to understand from your point of view, what is a key criteria for you to to get some of these new artists? Because I'm guessing that not every composer, producer, songwriter that you work with for briefs are within the roster. Yeah. So what what is the, you know, what would you think there's a key criteria for you to say, yes, you know, you're not within my roster, but I think that you're absolutely fantastic because of X, Y, and Z. So here is the brief. Well, I mean, actually, this is where the live side of things feeds into the publishing and sync side, because obviously mm. putting on shows, um, being a promoter mainly for unsigned, fledgling kind of artists, giving them a platform has opened us up to so many new artists. And so luckily, um, if, if there's something that that's not in our catalogue or is not written by one of our the writers that we represent, um, and I just don't think we've got anything there, then it's quite easy for me to kind of like muscle memory, think back to a show that we might have um, had and an artist that would be perfect for that could be quite niche or, you know, mm. maybe just someone that stood out or one of these nights um, that we've put on. Um, we always, we always um, will approach them. And more often than not, we've got great relationships with people we've put on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm always open to. I, I do gen, genuinely kind of remember things that we've had on, and if I I think it fits the brief, um, then I'll approach that artist or their manager and just and see what's happening with them, and if, um, you know that 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 kind of track is usable. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I do think um, the yeah the live side does and us as promoters um, having done that for you know God like twelve years. Um, has really helped this uh, this side of things, and and also just helping out new artists, you know, getting them heard. And I think you're right when you say about uh, music music supervisors actually being open to to unsigned and emerging artists. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they want to establish themselves. Um, I'm sure most of them have um, working on big shows, but it's really lo- like great for them if they if they find a new artist you know they discover a new artist they put you know they put their song on something and, and that artist explodes you know that must be an amazing feeling for them um but mm-hmm. the reason i mean a lot of music supervisors wouldn't just go wouldn't have the time or inclination to go and find unsigned artists um so that's why they would use a company like us because that's our kind of little corner. You know, we're, we are, we have mm-hmm. discovering new artists and nurturing them for, for, you know, about a decade. So, um, and we do all our due diligence and we make sure what we're representing is, is okay for clearance, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's 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 great. It's a great world to 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 be in. I, you know, it's all to do with giving exposure to great musicians and songs. So yeah, I love it. Mm. No, I think um, I think I think that's absolutely fantastic, and I, I quite like the the fact how you actually link your you know experience as a booking agent and you know your role uh, placing tracks because at the end of the day you know instead of scouting for an artist or you know giving the opportunity for an artist to showcase the entire you know uh, catalog of songs and in front of an audience what you're doing is just you know showcasing at least one of their tracks yeah to be you know placed in in a in a form of media that is just going to be sharing it to an audience as well yeah i think, um, I think artists as well are more open to it like because i used to um sing on adverts and that sort of um oh really yeah a, li- a little bit like nothing you know nice. yeah, anyway um and and i think back back then people i was sort of hearing from musicians that they were a bit like oh i'm not sure about having my music on you know that program or this advert mm. um but I really do think that's changed now. Musicians just want to have their stuff out there in whatever way. And we're all consuming so much, you know, TV and music and film and everything. So having having some, a tra- track of yours placed on something is quite credible yeah. now. It used to be a bit like, oh, I'm not sure about that. But, yeah, I think it's a, a credible kind of revenue stream now. Mm-hmm. And I guess there also things have changed quite a bit. Um you know, I, I still remember when when I was a teenager having some of my favorite bands not wanting to be, you know, uh, you know, recognized with a particular brand. They would be like, "No, that's yeah. that's too corporate. Like, we're not going with this brand. We, yeah. we don't want no brands." Like, um, and it was really really interesting. I remember um, watching an interview. I don't remember who was saying this. The fact that um, was managing a band, and the band had the opportunity to to be um uh like the brand ambassador or the, or the face for a global campaign for for a um sports brand mm. okay and they said no we don't want a brand partnership because we we don't consume brands and then the manager said do you do you realize that before every gig you're consuming Jack Daniels. Yeah, do you and do, you've do you got have- Marshall amps behind you. So you're constantly using brands. So what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. So yeah, I guess the things have so much of a stigma attached to it now. It's um Yeah, know, exactly. That that's a very good point. Avenues, there's so many different brands and and as I say, films, types of programs, streaming platforms and services. Mm. You, you could have your music linked to anything and also artists and writers can say you know i don't want to be pitched for that kind of thing this is against you know something i believe in or, yeah. or whatever that's completely fair enough but like you said earlier we, we don't we don't sign up like huge catalogs of music or tie people down to um you know um huge kind of deals where they have to put all their music with us that's just not the way we do it we we sort of hand select songs that we think would would work you know having had different briefs through um so yeah we we kind of just it's just it's a small catalog but as you say it's not like huge you know catalogs of people's music it's handsome yeah. songs and so uh so if you had a top tip for any composer or music maker what would that be um top tip okay um it would be to make sure you're listening to lots of different kinds of music um listen to um, listen to and watch um 
and this is if you want your music to be placed or considered to be placed um uh watch you know your favorite programs and films uh, and adverts and brands and see what kind of music they're mm. listening to pick out any trends yourself you know what are you hearing um is there is there kind of something that is there a thread that seems to be used you know in in all of their work or um you know something that something that appeals to your own music you know what i would say is don't copy um other people mm. but obviously be influenced by it but just do what you do but really well um there's going to be your music's not going to fit everything um so you know make sure what you're doing is really good and there will be some opportunity for your music somewhere down the line um yeah but but don't be disheartened because it's not your song is not fitting every single brief that is being pitched for Mm. um yeah so but but basically hone your craft um and also when you're sending in music don't send in um a demo or something kind of a bit scrappy uh, make sure it's really the best you can do. And also mm-hmm. always send an instrumental version because that is um, asked for quite a lot. Because um, obviously yeah. in like programs and scenes, you know, where people are talking and stuff um, or with adverts, you know, the, with the voiceover, they'll usually want to use a, an instrumental for those. Yeah, I think that's such a great point. And yeah, I, I, I like the, the fact that you just said, you know, don't be disheartened just because, you know, there's thousands of songs that these production companies have receiving every day. So, you know, it's about, you know, probability. The more the more songs that you've got ready for sync, the more opportunities you will actually get yeah, to be yeah. successful. So yeah. Um make music, people. Make music. Make make good music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good music, exactly. Not what good music is, but you know, <laughs> do just do you. Do you well. Yeah, exactly. Um Okay, well, thank you so much. That's the end of our show. Thank you so much, Sophie. And um, yeah, look forward to hearing more about your, your successes as the year comes, comes, comes along. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. My name is Alex. This is Small Talk No More. We'll see you again next week.